Hello and welcome to Simple Self-Care by Naturally Randy Kay. This is a podcast dedicated to simplifying the healing journey by aligning your self-care practices with your own inner wisdom and the natural cycles outside and within. Though self-care has become quite the buzzword, it's actually a vital tool that can fit beautifully into your everyday life. Join me as we explore how to create a deep and meaningful relationship with ourself naturally, intentionally, and simply. Hello, my dear friends, and welcome to the last episode of season five of the Simple Self-Care Podcast. And what a season it's been. (laughs) We started out at the end of February with our hopes high for 2020, ready to go into this year with intention and clarity and to recover from 2019. And then, boom, pandemics, quarantines, revolutions, and I'm guessing more to come. And it's all been happening on a global scale. And it's Gosh, it's been a lot. (laughs) And when it comes to how all of this fits in with self-care and how to tend to ourselves during this time, it has been tough to navigate. So today, to wrap things up for the season, first, let's celebrate that we are still here working through it together. And I did put out a little call for questions on Instagram just so I can really address what is going on with you and send you on your way for the summer. I will be answering your questions uh, today on the podcast with your biggest struggles with self-care right now. But first, I want to take a moment to touch on the events from the past few weeks and share what you can expect from this podcast and naturally Randy Kay in general moving forward. I've been pretty vocal about where I stand on the Black Lives Matter movement on my Instagram and in my newsletter, The Simple Letters, so you can check there at NaturallyRandyK for more on that, but while I've always considered myself a friend and a safe space for all groups of people, I really didn't understand that I wasn't acting as the ally and activist that I thought I was. And I spent a lot of time listening and learning from the Black community the past few weeks and allowing myself to go into those uncomfortable places within. And while the issues of race and social injustice are incredibly complex and deeply rooted, and there's many things about it I will never understand, I am more committed than ever to understanding what I can and doing my part to create systemic change. And where I feel I can be the most impactful right now outside of my personal life and community is in the health and wellness industry. Now I've had issues with my own industry for a while now, and that's actually why I created this podcast in the first place to provide real grounded and accessible healing education. And even as an able-bodied white woman, I have felt like an outcast in this space But I'm embarrassed to say that I've stayed in my own head about that, and I haven't even considered how the people outside of my race and cultural upbringings feel, and I've done a very poor job at representing and addressing those voices. And I've played small in thinking that I couldn't challenge and shift the toxic culture in my industry, that it wasn't my place, that I wasn't informed enough, 
and that it wasn't really needed because other people are doing it. But as we continue to move through the COVID-19 pandemic and are moving into another layer of our global awakening, it's more important than ever to use your voice, to use your platforms and your educated actions to change our world for the better, especially as the dysfunction of our world is being exposed and magnified. So as imperfect as I am, with as much as I still have to learn with these endeavors, and I will probably make many mistakes along the way, I will be making this podcast and my offerings in general more inclusive, diverse, and accessible. I want my little corner of the world to continue to be a safe space for healing, no matter the path you are on. And I want it to be a rich resource for how to be healthy in the world as it shifts and evolves. No politics, no hidden agendas, no shaming or guilt-inducing tactics, just resources that educate and empower us to be better humans and treat other humans better. Oh, and let's just save the planet while we're at it, okay? Okay. I know this is heavy. I know that we are all processing things in our own way right now, but I am here for you, and I wanted to take a moment to make sure that you know that. One last announcement before we dig into the questions. Because of my focus on the latest current events, I decided not to move forward with my promotions for the Simple Nature Collective last week, and I was going to close up registration last week, but instead I'm extending it right up until the program starts on June 15th. So I've been mentioning it on the past few podcasts, and if you want all the details, head to naturallyrandyk.com slash simplenature. But the nutshell version is that I'm creating a new offering that will teach you almost everything I know about healing and managing your chronic pain and health issues through seasonal self-care practices. It's an ongoing membership that I'll only open up each season, and the inaugural session is starting this summer. And because it's the first go-round, I'm offering it at a very special founding member price that you can have as long as you are a member. So if you are feeling overwhelmed right now, a victim to your pain, and like you just need something to help you rebalance and bring some self-care and self-love into your life, then please check out the program and register before the 15th, which is Monday if you are listening the week I post this. We need to feel at home in our bodies more than ever because it is from this space that we can show up in the world how we want and need to, and it's how we can hear from the wisest part of ourselves on how to move forward during this time. So I would love to teach you how to do that and support you along the way, but even if you don't learn from me, I invite you to take some time this summer to invest in yourself. Rest, heal, and build strength because you know we are going to need all of that fuel as we move forward. Oh, and one more thing about the collective. Part of the proceeds from registrations are being donated to the Loveland Foundation, which is a wonderful organization I discovered this week, which brings therapy to Black women and girls. I've been following them on Instagram and learning more about the organization, and it's amazing. So even if you don't join the collective, check them out, give them your money, it'll be worth it. All right, now on to your questions. Now, like I mentioned, these questions came from Instagram, and I want to respect people's personal privacy, so I'm not going to name names. 
but we'll move into the questions and they're very relatable. So I'm hoping that you'll get some value from it. All right, the first question I'm going to address is a core problem that I think a lot of us deal with. And the question is, how do I overcome feeling guilty about doing self-care? And I actually have a whole podcast episode dedicated to this, episode 4.7, Using Your Guilt for Good. So I recommend you go back and listen to that. But the main point I want to say about it right now is that feelings of guilt, selfishness, or anything negative really when it comes to caring for yourself is an opportunity for exploration. It holds some really important information about yourself. Your body is trying to tell you something with those feelings, but you have to do a little digging to figure it out. Is it old programming or messaging that no longer serves you? If that's the case, you get to acknowledge that and practice letting it go. Or is it truth coming from your inner wisdom that you are morphing into guilt, like exercising or something? Your body obviously wants you to do it, but you're turning that nudge into a negative thing. So exploring that, you might realize that it's not a feeling of guilt. It's just a nudge that that's something to be moving forward with. It can also be a sign that what you are trying to do when it comes to self-care isn't the right thing for you right now. You are forcing something into your life that you actually don't have space for. And so that feeling of discomfort or it not feeling right that you're turning into guilt can be a sign that maybe it's not the right thing right now. And so you get to listen to these thoughts and get curious as to what they can be about and think how you can transform those feelings into information that can serve you and help you navigate your self-care path. Also, when your self-care is laced with guilt, it really isn't doing you much good. It's really not nourishing yourself or caring for yourself. So do what you can to lovingly let those feelings and thoughts go and trust that taking care of yourself is the opposite of selfish and it's what is needed so you can be there for others. And this leads me into the next question. What do I need to do for self-care at different points of my life? So I really dive into this and teach my approach inside of the Simple Nature Collective. And this question is why I practice and teach seasonal self-care in general. So I have a lot to say on the matter. But my short and sweet answer is, first of all, accepting that how you care for yourself is a constant evolution. The main constant, or maybe only constant, is that you continually show up for yourself. But what you are actually doing and what you end up doing depends on what is going on in your life and what season of life you are in, even on a day-to-day -day basis to restore yourself back into balance. For example, if you've had a very active and extroverted day or few days or week, then you are going to need some more calming, introverted self-care. If you've been more isolated and sedentary for a period of time, then you need more active self-care. Make sense? And the next vital key to all of this is learning about your own inner wisdom and what it sounds like. This is an aspect of self-care that a lot of people forget about or never even think about. You are your wisest healer. You are the only one in your body living your life. So you need to call the shots. And when you are regularly tuning in and trusting this part of yourself, you will get the guidance on what you need and when you need it. 
So it's worth taking the time to really figure out what this looks like for you. I spoke a lot about this inner wisdom stuff with Kate Northrup a few episodes ago. So if you want more about that, you can check out that episode and you might get some nice aha moments. And the last aspect of knowing what to do when is that you can have rituals in place to help you remember that it's time to check in and reevaluate. So I like to follow the cycles of the moon and I use the seasons in nature to help me check in and adjust things accordingly because we can forget that we need to check in and change things up. And so I've just made the natural seasons and cycles part of my reevaluating process and it seems to always come at the right time. Honing these skills is a lifelong process and it is like building a muscle. So keep that in mind but you might be surprised at how intuitive and easy it is once you get into it. It's just knowing and trusting that change and evolution is a part of the process. And the last question I will address for now is how do you stay present to self-care when you always feel like there's something else you need to be doing? I think this is an issue not just for self-care, but for many areas of life. We have so much going on, so many demands, so many notifications and interruptions and so many things on our to-do list and even our desire list. And we have actually trained our brains to always be one, two, even five steps ahead. So of course, when we slow down for a self-care practice of some sort, our brains are like, uh, WTF, this feels weird. This isn't right. So I'm going to keep racing on like we usually do. Part of mindfulness as a practice or bringing it into our everyday life and our tasks is that it retrains our brain to be able to stay with the present moment. So be gentle with yourself when you sit down for yoga or journaling or whatever it is you are doing for self-care and you get frustrated that it's hard to relax or you're having a hard time being present. Of course, it's difficult when we are racing around all day. But with practice, it gets easier. Forcing relaxation is not possible. So let go of your expectations and do your best to find joy in the act of showing up for yourself, no matter how it ends up looking. The other thing that I do that I find really helpful is to remind myself of how taking the time for self-care is going to make all of my other tasks go a lot smoother. I show up as a better version of myself when I take care of myself. So I view it as a very important part of my day that is needed to help me do everything else. And this helps me not just jump on to doing the next thing or thinking that there is something better for me to be doing. And this concept feeds into our feelings about guilt surrounding self-care and even with knowing what we should be doing and when. And this is the point I want to leave you with as I send you on your way for the summer, and I feel like a broken record, but it's all worth repeating. But everything begins with you. Any change you want to see in the world, any commitment you've made, any responsibilities you have to your family and friends, any level of health that you want to achieve, it begins with your relationship with yourself and showing up for yourself, understanding yourself and your needs, and knowing how to really care for yourself. Because when you do this, 
you can show up as your best self and lead with health, not with your stress and your pain. And what you learn in the healing journey is so valuable to your development as a human being. So go forth, my friends. Take this time this summer to have some fun. Enjoy this season. Refuel yourself so you can keep doing the work and keep fighting the good fight. And I'll be back end of August-ish for the next season. And I'll even be back a few times this summer with some wonderful bonus episodes I have planned. So be sure to subscribe wherever you listen so you don't miss out. And you can hang out with me on Instagram at naturallyrandyk, and that's where I hang out the most and will be all summer. And I'll still be sending out the simple letters so you can subscribe on my website at naturallyrandyk.com slash newsletter. And if you are listening to this before June 15th, I hope you will join me in the Simple Nature Collective, where we will learn how to implement a lot of what I touched on today and more. Okay, I love you. I really do. (laughs) And thank you for staying in community with me during this wild season. And I look forward to more growth and good times with you in the future. Thank you so much for listening. I'm your host, Randy Kay a holistic health practitioner and educator that has been helping people heal through bodywork, therapeutic yoga, and self-care coaching for over a decade. My mission is to help people simplify the healing journey by amplifying their own inner wisdom and teaching seasonal self-care practices. If you enjoyed this episode, please feel free to share it with a friend, leave a review on iTunes, or post it on social media. And if you do that, please tag me so I can see it and connect with you that way at Naturally Randy K. You can also commune with me via email if you sign up for my weekly-ish newsletter, The Simple Letters. You can sign up at naturallyrandyk.com slash newsletter. That's naturally, R-A-N-D-I-K-A-Y dot com slash newsletter. And hearing from you in some way totally makes my life and I always make sure to personally respond. And be sure to join me next time as the self-care conversation continues. Until we meet again, take good care and enjoy the journey.